Welcome to the Recruiter Startup Podcast. Today's guest is Ben Nader. I had him on about a year ago when he was just getting into recruitment. He was learning it from scratch by himself, um, joined a few Facebook groups, studied what people did, did his research online, found a couple of mentors, had no professional background in it, and managed to make a tidy piece of money doing low-level blue-collar recruitment. Um, he advanced his skill set over a period of time, got into things slightly further up the food chain. Um, he has a real skill for marketing and is a great YouTuber and set up his own Facebook group, which he turned into a consulting business where he coaches recruiters with no experience how to be six-figure uh, billers, essentially. So if you're a work-from-home person who wants to get a living in the staffing business. He goes through the basics and does that in a collaborative, fun way. And uh, and that's what his main focus is now. He also does, does uh, a little bit of recruitment on the side. Always an entertaining guy, very well connected. Um, I have a lot of respect for him because um, he just kind of arrived in our industry with no experience, not a clue what to do, researched it, got on the phone, made it happen. Um, figured it out his own way, and he's made a, carved out a little living for himself. And his consulting business is going from strength to strength. So hope you've enjoyed this one. I also wanted to get him on because lots of us are really suffering right now in the recruitment industry. And I just thought it would be interesting to find out how people in his Facebook group who don't have much experience are finding this. Um, and is it as bad for them as it is for us who are maybe a bit more financially exposed and have hired people, and just to find out what his what he's suggesting as solutions um, and what collaborations we can all do to get through this together. I hope you enjoy this. If you do, please like and share it, and give us a shout out on LinkedIn. We are about to catch a flight from LAX back to the UK. It's the last flight, as far as I know, that's going back, and we just need to get back at it when we get into the UK. Hopefully, it's not so long until we're all back doing great and enjoying the good times again. Talk soon. All right. Here we are on the Recruiter Startup Podcast. Back again. Back again. Here we are in the midst of it all. All right. How's the end of the world treating you? Well, it's, it's the end of the world as we know it. I'm wearing a blazer, doing a podcast here in my office. You're very fancy. I'm looking a little bit fancy today. I feel fancy. Um, T-shirt could have been ironed a bit better, though. It definitely could have been, yeah, for sure. 100%, yeah. You're, uh, you've also, uh, you haven't gone full beard yet. Is that is that on the horizon? It's on the horizon, yeah. I kind of come and let it go sometimes. So, I don't know, kind of mix it up. But yeah, it's, it's, it's okay for now. Yeah, you're full my, beard. My parents made some racial derogatory comments about mine i'm not gonna repeat them but okay um, fair enough essentially they they said it's time to get cleaned up son oh. <laughs> but, uh, yeah people in stable jobs they don't get where i'm at right now <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah that's funny so um, i'm in I'm, I'm in the u.s and i'm in yeah. Santa barbara we're waiting for a flight mm-hmm. um the wreck to wreck world has the tap has shut off yeah. a couple of things we have but really we went from like having 50 interviews to everything's on hold so it's uh yeah. it's very scary 
scary times and we're scrambling. How's your business? Business is, I would say, come to about a 50% halt. Um, what's, what's the 50% that's working? Yeah, the 50% that's working is a lot of heavy industry, um, right. Yeah. right? So heavy duty industry, um, obviously the, the logistics and warehousing space. Um, production. Who would have known that that would be the thing that would have saved you? Who would have known? Who would have known? The bit so, that you've uh, always been trying to get out of is the bit that you've ha- you've got to steer into right now. Yeah, right. It's keeping me stuck in. So I just had a call with one of my clients. Uh, he's been a client for three years. And uh, he told me he needs 20 temps to start for him in about two weeks. And I sent him off the whole proposal and everything because we had been previously been doing a lot of direct hire only with him. But um, mm. now... Uh, he needs these temps. And I'm like, well, that's a lot of money for me. So let's let's go. So that's great. But um, at the end of the day, too, um, it's just an odd scenario because uh, other than that, everything else, I mean, I can't talk to like sales roles at uh, SaaS IT companies and things like that. Or you can't really even approach anybody else. I mean, they'll just they won't even get back to you. Mm. So like other than industrial um, transportation a bit, um, you know, where deliveries need to be made, things like that, uh, production facilities, you know, assembly line type stuff, even though they're, they're still working, they're still being safe and whatnot. But at the end of the day, some of those things are still running full steam. So that's, that's what's up. But the other 50% is really like, you know, sales, um, software sales, stuff like that. Can't do that piece really, because it's not going to work out right now. Tell me, you run a Facebook group. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So, yeah. So I guess talking about business holistically, right? Because I have my company, my my recruiting agency, and then I have the Facebook group I run. Um, and then uh, also do YouTube, right? Uh, and then I also teach uh, the mentorship program, which is something we talked about in lockstep one year ago. I listened to our podcast and you asked me kind of exactly my trajectory. And then I looked back and thought to myself, well, that's exactly kind of how it went down. So um, the program's doing fine. Uh, It's doing real good. A lot of people are being mentored, taught, um, learning, recruiting that are newbies, just total newbies um, and learning everything from scratch and stuff like that. So that's really cool. That That's the other, like, I guess you could say that's not half, well, it's become half of my business now. Um, so that's doing good because people are at home and available to just do it. So, But they don't have a trajectory to make money from it. That's the worry, right? That yeah. they're like, where's the answers? Where's the answers? And you're like, market stop. There's no answers. Right. So, yeah. That, that, that's do the a- work now that'll pay for it later. What's that? Do the work now. That's for later. Exactly. It's an investment, right? Yeah, it's an investment. You go invest in yourself, you learn, you do what you do, and then you know what to do later on, right? Even though my original hope is that, you know, people could come in and implement as we go, Mm -hmm. you know, say implement this, that, you know, over six weeks or so, and then you're kind of ready to fly on your own. But um, it's not like that right now. Um, It's more like, you know, learn everything and then you can kind of head out on your own. When the market clears, there'll be places and things that you can get into after that. What's the general vibe in your Facebook group? Is uh, Have people gone from being like, ah, let's joke about this to, ah, maybe I'm kind of worried, but it's okay. I'm brave facing it to, oh, shit, 
Yeah. So the general vibe had somewhere between like I'm bracing it and oh shit. It's it's towards the end um, of the, of that. I fully oh shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gone that far just because I've really I've tried to completely keep it out of my mind, off my mind, just not thinking about it at all. I work remote anyways. I'm. I know that disastrous things, you know, could happen and disastrous things are kind of looming and it's looking not good, but I'm really, really trying to focus because my thought process goes like this. Well, what am I going to do about it? You know, aside well, from the first thing, have you got anybody on payroll? Uh, no, not right now. No. Okay. So well, then, no. then that's a, that's, you're able to do that. Right. I, I have to look at the people I'm feeding and then that's where it gets harder because I'm like, where's the runway in the next three months? Right. And how can we, how can we keep feeding them without going under? Like that's, that's where we're at. So it's, uh, it's trickier. I think uh, being an, if you're just an independent, I think it's probably, you're probably counting your lucky stars that you didn't actually steer into the other the other way yeah if i had if i <clears throat> if i had a staff a group of staff or um well i mean attempts you know attempts expect what they expect so it's kind of like you know if they were furloughed that's that but if i had staff that i was feeding you know that were working directly with me mm-hmm. um it's a little bit of a different relationship and having to cut those people off from getting fed that's that's a real tough thing to do and i'm definitely glad i don't don't have that yeah, there was mass, mass redundancies in the staffing industry in, well, across the world. Yeah. Um, the UK, there's more recruiters than anywhere. And there was so many lots of jobs, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Last week, I, f- I was fielding calls, just people crying down the phone. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. People are at that point. They're at that point. Yeah, they're, they're so emotional. Um, because you know something a lot of people right um live paycheck to paycheck and stuff and that's when they earn their living in a certain way and and spend their money in a certain way where they're paycheck to paycheck and so if they get let go they're they're done you know or they <laughs> they could be holding a sign on the corner you know you don't know what's going to happen next for them but um I don't know. We can only hope for a quick recovery. That's you know. Well, that's, yeah. I, so I had Joe Mullings on earlier. And he said, cut your costs, take care of your people, mm. extend your credit line, and get your message out there. Build, keep building brand and keep doing that in the right way and f- figure out a way to pivot in the meantime into where the, wherever you can and the money. And we, you will come out this the other end. Mm. So it's a uh, yeah, good message from a powerful man on... Yeah. Uh, on, on what to do and how to do it. Yeah. I, I actually, when I say I was fielding calls from people losing their job, I felt I, I did it a bit, not as much as my other competitors, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. Um, some of my competitors have set up WhatsApp groups. Some of that's data gathering. Some of it's like, we'll, we'll place you on the way up. Some of it's a bit genuine maybe. But right. for me, I was, I, I was like, I, I need to be around more positivity. So I steered into like, oh, who is fun podcast guests? Let's get them on. Let's talk about this. Let's see. Let's get right. a bit of optimism here. Let right. me see if I can figure out some things myself. Sure. And also know that 
we're not isolated. There is a community out there, mm. and surely there's there's a there's enough when it comes back for us all to get fed again. Definitely, there'll be more than enough when it comes out that we can all get overfed. Really, overfed <laughs> at the end. I mean, I mean, when we look at things like you know, I, I did a video uh, recently, and I was talking about you know, uh, you know, fear and your mindset, how you can look at things and what your perspective is about it, because everything you have a perspective about. And so the the one that I was kind of touching on is the idea that, you know, you can look at this like, you know, okay, everything's over, the world is done, you know, everything's going haywire, who knows what's gonna happen. Or you can just simply stay the course, right? Like, you know, Joe, Joe Mullings mentioned, stay the course, stay focused, keep doing what you're doing, aim, Aim, aim yourself into the money um, as you are and and just keep going right and and don't pivot away don't you know uh, change anything just just keep the course and eventually this shall pass you know I mean mm-hmm. we can't you know sit and think like you know oh we're, we're screwed forever because if we have that mentality it's going to infect us in other yeah. ways right in, in our mind and you know I don't like to get Tony Robbins about anything, but it's going to, you know, that'll infect you in your mind and you'll get nuts. And at that point, you're not going to be very productive at what you're doing. Before we started recording, you were talking to my wife, Charlotte, about about some of that stuff in terms of you're switching off the the wrong media. You're... Yeah. Are you keeping negative people away as well? How are you managing that? Um, You're on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) What a question. For a Facebook group owner. (laughs) (laughs) Most loaded question I've ever heard. Sure, Um, that's what the the good ones are, right? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, months and months ago, I turned on pre-approved posts. So, you know, right, you know, affiliate people and, and yada, yada can't post anyways. But um, there are you know, three or four people that will consistently want to post, how's everyone doing through coronavirus? Or how's coronavirus affecting your business? Or this, that, whatever, all that stuff. Um, uh-huh. I, will, I will just decline, 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 decline. Because the, the group is meant for positivity, um, encouragement, learning, helping, caring, sharing, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So somebody has a win, you know, what they want to talk about. The group, it, it's there to hear the win and be excited for that person, you know? Hey, got my first deal. Hey, just just got a deal for three orders, you know, whatever. And, you know, what was really encouraging, there was a thread, um, you know, um, on, on the group that said, somebody said something like, um, I, just, I just got my first deal. They need three rolls and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And this, this person was fresh, green, new. And... Um, People were just just absolutely blasting their congratulations and things like that. Um, and then there was another thread uh, where someone said, "Hey, have you made any placements like in the past week?" Right? Kind of negative, you know, just basically focusing on like, "Hey, you probably didn't." Right? And then there were a ton of people that were like, "Yep, just made three. Yep, just made two. Yep, just made five. Yep, just got three orders. You know, did this, that, whatever, and all kinds of positive stuff." So. It was great to see that because, you know, you have, there's a community out there, right? You know, and so you can kind of read that kind of stuff and, and that lifts you up um, to see all the people that are doing what they're doing and, you know, um, and stuff like that. So it's always good. But yeah. 
coming out the other side, what's your grand plan? Because I spoke to you a year ago and yeah. you're very much where you said you'd be. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at this point currently, um, I'm just going to say it's it's very much scale, very scale focused. So what I'd like to do is scale the agency um, and that that would be probably with some staff um, and some outside help. So um, you can only do, you know, so much, right? So uh, especially when you're doing multiple things. So I definitely want to scale the agency um, as, as a huge form of revenue. Um, it's very fun. It's great. I love recruiting. Um, it's, you know, it's a rush. But uh, yeah, so I want to scale that. Um, and I've built the brand, solidified the brand. And it's been really, really good here in Seattle. So I want to scale that. Um, the next thing that I want to do is then heavily scale um the online learning program um so i want to you know make that more robust far more robust than it is now um bring you know bring in a lot more content to it um add a lot more students um and kind of like pivot the model a little bit um uh, make it evergreen so that it's a real, just a, a course, um, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, because previously what it, what it had been was six weeks of class. Like I'll lecture to you on zoom twice a week. We cut that out. We made it an evergreen scenario where it's all modules. And then I do once a week live zoom coaching. So for two hours, I'll sit and basically field questions field, you know, concerns, challenges, whatever it might be, and we'll go over them with a group, um, right? We're talking 15 to 17 people or so. And then <clears throat> what I've injected is a, a mentorship piece, which I really enjoy. Um, so new recruiters um, that were in a space where I was, you know, years ago, years ago, right? Not, not ages, but years ago. And they've started a business that they're not really like fully confident about. Hmm. At this point, I'm fully confident about where I'm at. And I know a lot from what I've done so far. And so for me, teaching other startup recruiters the things that they need to know to kind of get their feet wet, jump into the deep end, and then kind of go from there has been really, really cool. So being able to <clears throat> mentor people, you know, like once a week, hop on with a student and say, what's your biggest challenge? Well, I'm not yeah. getting decision makers and then kind of figure it out with them. Which is gonna which which is gonna go because you're doing two things. Um, so what I'm probably gonna do is uh, focus, you know, more on the more on the, um, the the mentorship program. That's probably it. Yeah, uh, because number one, recruitment, the agency is semi semi autopilot. I would say you kind of put it on semi-autopilot where you've got all these systems and processes in place. I mean, invoicing and things like that. Of course, business development, that's a heavy item, you know, to, to handle. But um, if I bring in a staff member or someone that can do BI for me uh, or, or BD um, <clears throat> and some BI, um, then, you know, then and I can, that's augmented. And then I can kind of keep, you know, one eye on that maybe um, or half an eye on it. You're in dreamland. Then, your dreamland. Well, staff yeah. are harder than you think. I, I, I'm I'm speaking in general terms. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll figure that out. We'll cross the bridge when we get there. But yeah. right now, right now, it's basically the agency and it's the program. Interesting. And, um, what's really crazy is uh, uh, the the program kind of has really gotten a lot of steam because, as you know, when I told you 
on our first podcast we did uh, approximately a year ago, uh, I kind of said exactly how I wanted it to go. And it just, it went exactly that way. I mean, I literally, I, I put it, you know, in stone. I said, this is how it's going to go. And then that's how it went. And of course, YouTube has been huge. I, I, I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a ton of work uploading daily, but um, it's been a lot of fun, but that has blown up for me. Honestly, um, I, I, I must give it a check out. I haven't, I haven't been on anything actually. I just got, I got tunnel focused on my own work, but now I have a bit more time in my hands. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And you got that California sun on you. Oh, okay. Well, so beautiful. Yeah, so we've just heard that the UK has gone into full lockdown. Full lockdown. Full lockdown. So I get to get outside once a day, I think. Um, And yeah, I I suppose that's for an hour run, isn't it? Or something. That's, uh, it's going to, it's, I don't know, man. You know, it's going to be interesting. Nannies can't come to the house. So, so really, we're locked in the house with two kids. And we have to bounce, like, we're going to have to take it in turns to work. (laughs) Right. Wow. Wow. It is life on hard mode. Yeah. See, when they, when they pull something like that in the U S you really don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of crazy. You know, that's what's, that's really crazy. You've got a big military though to enforce it. So. Yeah, that's, that's true. We've just never seen them roaming our streets. So we don't know what it'll look like. Give me some predictions on that. when and how we're going to get out of this? Um, <clears throat> I'm no scientist. I have to preface. Um, well, yeah. You were but, no recruiter either, but you set up this. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, You'll probably be running the, the, the COVID-19 by the end of it. I'll have a laboratory the next time. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the coat will be white. Um, <laughs> but, and, and um, you know, at this point, I think what's going to happen is it's definitely overblown by the media. I think that's a fact. I don't think you can ever dispute that. I think the media d- overblows everything. So number one, if you're watching a lot of media and things like that, I think you're already seeing a bigger picture than you should be seeing, mm-hmm. um, which I have, like you mentioned earlier, I told Charlotte, I, I'm not watching CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all of it, just all shutting it off because it's nothing but negativity. Um, so my prediction is, you know, anywhere between the next, I would say eight weeks is going to tell us pretty much everything. Mm. Eight weeks is going to tell us if our planet is in complete beyond repair or something, or eight weeks is going to tell us, okay, it's summertime now, everybody chill out and take your vacations. We're going to find out in eight weeks. I think what, what, where we'll really be at. The truth will come out in, in about eight weeks. That, that's what I think. Um, and I'm going to say that because that's like, you know, a longer out statement. I could say, you know, hey, about two weeks, we'll know where we're at. No, we're not going to know in two weeks. I think, I think in eight weeks, we'll all need to come up for some form of oxygen. It's Definitely. Yeah. Like the world can't just stop forever. No, no it's not going to work. There's just no way, there's, there's no way that'll work at all. Um, that's, you know, that's why you see gun sales surging, right? You know, people are buying ammunition like crazy. People are scared. They're super scared. They don't know what's going to happen. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, I mean, the almighty dollar rules, and we've got to keep making that. And I guess, thank God we can work digitally, at least. 
Yeah. So at least for, for, you know, for anybody watching, right? You've got your core basis of what you do for work. And that core basis is at, is at home using the internet, your cell phone, things like Zoom video. Um, and beyond that, you don't generally have to do a lot of people to people. So, you know, count my lucky stars. That's the basis of my work, I would say. Yeah, I, same as that as well. Um, it's funny. I'm in an interesting situation. I'm, I, I want to la- launch a tech practice. You know, I'm, uh, I'm in the process of doing it. It should have been done this month, to be honest. But mm-hmm. it's uh, obviously been pushed back a little bit. Yeah. And to work, um, so, but I'm getting plenty of time to work out the strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at the vendor world. Um, probably so people who support like the vendors in the Microsoft space or the vendors in the cyberspace, kind of human and hand between that and Salesforce. They're the three kind of areas that I'm looking at. Sure. What's your thoughts on that as a, as a target market? I love it. I love it. Are you talking about supporting them with uh, like like a vendor with contractors and whatnot and all that? Well, they they usually do a lot of that. We I, I would probably look for full time hire, probably to do full time hire into them in uh, sales, pre sales, sales engineers. Sure, that's a perfect space to be in. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I mean, I don't want to. Say, I, I never say something's easy or simple, right? But. It's relatively simple, I think. Sales, pre-sales, uh, post-sales, et cetera, account management. Um, for the tech space, like, you know, things like Microsoft um, and cybersecurity, maybe, uh, yeah, and uh, like you mentioned, um, Salesforce. I think that's a great space to pivot into. And I think if right now, like you mentioned, you're strategizing, you're planning, and you're putting it down. I think right now, what you mentioned, like even to riff on that, like right now is a great time to do that kind of thing. To strategize, to think, to yeah, to get the data, together. to know what your go-to-market. Who's your who's your clients? Who's your candidates? Like, do you have that data? Do you have it in place? Do you have the systems in place? Right. Do you have the people ready to do it? Can you facilitate it? Can you build a brand? Can you get into it? Right. From all of that, so we're we're putting all that together, um, and hopefully we can do it before we run out of money. That is the. Yeah. As I said, it's life on hard mode. It's business on hard mode. Yeah, yeah. we have to. We the world must go on, and we must go yeah. on with it. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think um, I think it's a really good concept um, because what I've always thought, you know, studying recruitment right before I got full on into it and looking at it, and then really once I was in, kind of thinking about things and thinking, you know, I always thought, you know, well when what happens when the market crashes like how does it look right we kind of know how it looks like in housing we kind of know how it looks like yeah. in other areas but recruitment i never you know, thought the world would stop them right well yes exactly so we're now we're dealing with something insane basically and with recruitment i've always thought as soon as my business went under or it tanked a bit right i would have to tear up i would have to find higher level roles i would have to work on tech yeah just like you're saying right you know same exact thing right you have to pivot into something that is more scarce so it's more difficult to find and that's just natural right because who on earth is going to start to pay you to find forklift people when 
the world is ending and they're walking around like zombies ready to drive a forklift already for free. So like, you know, yeah, it, it's all about leveling up, I think. Um, and so that's, that's one big thing. That, that's a really good idea that you have though. Yeah. Here's hoping. Um, where can people find you? Uh, of course you can find me on my YouTube channel. It's literally just my name, Ben Nader. Um, Find me there, youtube.com slash Ben Nader. What's your um, Facebook group called? The Facebook group is Six Figure Recruiters. Six Figure so Recruiters. Okay. Those three words, you can find the Facebook group. Definitely join the Facebook group. A um, lot of community in there, a lot of good community, a uh, lot of good recruiters, good people to learn from, talk to, a lot of positivity, um, things like that. So that's my community. That's the YouTube. Um, on YouTube, I try to throw out good content. Um, good on you. you know, Things like that. Always, always a great guest. Thanks for coming on again. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate being on again. Hope yeah, hopefully, they can day. come up and visit the beautiful city of Seattle. Hey, I, I hope. So. I hope the next time you're in the U.S. because it sounds like you'll be heading out. But yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you.